What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of All the Best Things. Today, we have a special guest. Uh, simply put, he is the CEO of CW Raps. Please welcome Sam Carlino to the show. Sam, what's going on, man? How you doing, Jake? Good, good. Good, good, good. Excellent. So uh, we're going to dive right into things. Tell us a little bit about uh, your company and kind of how it started. CW Raps has, has blown up into something more massive than just the Kootenai County area. Tell us a little bit yeah. about what you're doing. I mean, what you can wrap, what, where it started, where'd you get this idea to do this? Yep. Tell us yep. everything. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, uh, it, it started, you know, back in the probably late nineties. Uh, okay. we did the pinstriping right back in the day on the cars when, uh, pinstriping was more popular. It's not as popular now, but, um, yeah. we started out with that. And then, uh, um, and that was just me helping out someone, growing a biz, doing something. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, played with it off and on, uh, 90s to 2000, and then um, ended up you know, running other companies and doing things for other people and always yeah. played with it. Um, right. And uh, ended up getting a phone call in 2011, I think it was, um, from the guy that I had helped out with this stuff back in the nineties said he needed help. Business was, you know, middle of the recession, right? Things are going yeah. down. Uh, simply put, you got January 1st, I think January 1st, 2012. Um, if you can, or 11 or 12, I can't remember. I think it was 12, 11, excuse me. Um, okay. If you can come help me out, um, you got till the 31st. Otherwise we shut the doors. So I came in, Helped him out, was able to save the biz, and about 10 months later, he sold it. And uh, during that whole time, I had kind of started my own little thing with him at the time. And uh, the new owners, I just was, I was wanting to do some stuff. They wanted to do something and decided I'm going to do my own thing. And Raps was really where I took the business that I was helping um, okay. because that was a little over 10 years ago, right? That was when. It was out there. If I mentioned I was, you know, interested in doing wraps, they people are like, like wrapping, like uh, boats, you know, for winter or you yeah. know the ones you eat. Nobody yeah. really knew what a vehicle wrap was at the time, so right. Um, right. I just saw that that was where things were going to go and things were going to happen, and so uh, took it from there. And and uh, I think 2012 was when I was my first year on our own. Okay. Um, did eleven thousand dollars. I had left doing over over six figures a year for multiple years to start my own thing and do 11,000 bucks. So needless to say, I started at the very, very bottom. That basically sure. made me be a uh, bottom of the barrel, no dollars and, and uh, literally start at the bottom and um, ended last year pretty good. We did about 1.5 million and we're on track to do uh, over 2 million in 2021. So it'll- awesome huge difference between when we started and now you know and yeah and we just uh have a team of uh i think 16 people now and okay. we used to follow the united states so been nice. featured on discovery channel we i actually am doing a wrap in uh, cabo next week the okay. guy has wants me and only me i guess so he's flying me to cabo to wrap a boat so tough job tough life but yeah i was gonna say nice nice <laughs> um 
what so what all do you wrap you can wrap boats you said mm-hmm. you do like side by sides motorcycles yep. cars trucks suvs yep. everything and then we do everything it's uh commercial or retail which would be you got your business yeah or just for fun right you know you right. say hey i want something for my biz or yeah. you know we'll make it branded and, and use it as a marketing tool or mm-hmm. hey, i just want my boat to look really cool or whatever and we do trucks boats vans rvs windows walls floors um, okay i wrap toilets doors <laughs> anything yeah. it's uh it's um it has developed over the last you know decade to the material now is is i always tell people you know we're professional sticker lickers basically and yeah but the material itself is almost rocket science i mean they've definitely developed a product that allows us to do several things from stainless steel to powder coat to walls to floors to temporary to long-term snowmobiles and and motorcycles so there's a lot involved in there and and uh it's been it allows us an opportunity now where basically there's almost no limit. You, you kind of think of it and yeah. with printers now too, we can design whatever you think we can take a picture and put you on the side of the whatever you choose. Right. So, right. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Okay. Now rolling back a little bit, we'll turn back the dial a little bit. Did you grow up kind of a car guy? Were you, were you always into like the, the car scene? I mean, how did, how did you really get connected with, with doing, the raps and stuff and and getting to the point where you're featured on discovery channel and things like that um that's ah, she's i mean i've always yes i've always loved trucks i'm a truck guy i mean that's always kind of been my okay everybody i'm sure can see i'm in my mega cab right now new ram and and it's uh it's my office you know people like that's a nice truck i'm like i just have an office this is literally where i spend most of my time um but uh i've always been a truck guy um and a little i guess ocd when it comes to what i do right i like it to look the best be the cleanest and all of that kind of converged on i get to play with vehicles we get to make them look really cool and um i've always been one for my own business right i wanted to own my own biz but i also wanted to help people and this has put it all together. I get to play with vehicles. Yeah. I get to have my own company and, and work with a bunch of people to really help them be successful in their lives. And right. then I get to help business owners go to that next level, which on my end, I love seeing, you know, we're, we're helping them grow and expand. And, and when we get those responses that are like, I had no idea how good this would do for me. And I prep people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, we do it right. You will be busy. And, yeah. uh, they're like, yeah, yeah, sure. And then all of a sudden they, it t- they realize it yeah. up a notch. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Well, playing off, you said you like helping people and, and things like that. If, if you guys watching or listening, tune in and, and follow Sam at all, you're sharing a lot of mindset stuff too. You're sharing a lot of like mentality and how you approach just the day to day. What is some advice you would give someone maybe who's struggling with the calendar rolling over to 2021, but still find themselves in maybe a, uh, a little bit of a, a rut, if you will, you know, how, how do they find a little bit of confidence to get into something like you did starting your own business or, or, uh, you know, just taking things to the next level. Yep. Uh, that stuff there, you know, everybody, you know, it, it's, I'm not, 
I'm not the guy that knows it all or anything. I mostly share um, my thoughts or ideas because I'm the guy who's banged his head against the wall 10,000 times, right? Right. Lost literally tens of thousands of dollars, even probably more than that. Um, Made a ton of mistakes. And in business, you have people that will help you. And then you have a lot of people that won't help you. And um, for me, I mean, starting a business, number one, I started it in the middle of the recession. Um, and then we've hit like this pandemic. That's a whole nother level again. And people want just guidance or just experiences more than anything, you know, and I don't, I share more experience than, Hey, listen to me. This is how you do it. I just share, Hey, this sucked. I learned from it. Hopefully it helps somebody else. Right. And yeah. Yeah. and, uh, And in doing that, to me, that's what as business owners, we're definitely wanting to do. Um, yeah. You want to share, you want to help, you want to see other people grow and expand and have those opportunities to take care of their families or um, their kids or other people. So, you know, with 16 employees, uh, that's one of the things I tell people. I've got husbands, wives, sons, daughters, rent, vehicles. Um, it's yeah, not yeah. a responsibility of 16 people. It's a responsibility of about 75 people that I need to make sure that they're taken care of. And you don't take that role lightly, number one, as an owner. And, and two, what does that entail and what does that take without you, you know, exploding, you know, being basically right. overwhelmed? Um, and just over the last year, I've, you've seen I've shared some stuff um, about really stepping out when you go from that one, two, and three-man business to now you've got 16 people. How do you not be that center of the wagon wheel, right? And you handle all of it. How do you step back and really take your business to that next level? And I can't say that I was masterful at it. It took me years to get to where I'm at now. Um, Hopefully I can share something where somebody's like, oh man, and that's all I want. I just want to help people. I just want to see them do good. It has nothing to do with uh, it's not a pride thing. It's just a, uh, it's more of a thing that helps me too. You know, yeah. I, I share, yeah. help somebody else. We share stories and it helps me grow me to do better for someone else. And, and right. uh, I mean, if, if everybody would work this way, instead of wanting to be the best or shoot somebody else down, we're all just trying to make a living and get through day to day. And exactly. uh, that's all I want to do for other people. So. Yeah. Yeah. So from, uh, one entrepreneur yourself, small business owner, uh, to another, how do you find work-life balance in, in a day where you're, like you said, you're always trying to grow the business, take the next step. How do you find, yep. How do you find balance between, you know, what's going on at work and logging those long hours, long days and, and finding that balance at home too. Right. Um, so the real, real truth, right. Everybody always wants the, the balance. Um, for me, I think everybody has different abilities. Whether you have, sure. uh, you're a super organized person, mm-hmm. you put processes in place better maybe than I did. Um, when I started it, like I said, I was ground floor. It's in most businesses, it's just you or just me, right? right? So you can't put a bunch of work on other people. It's just how much you are willing to put into it, how hard you want to grind and where you want to be. Um, so finding balance, um, 
I've always told people, I don't think there's really a good balance as much as mm -hmm. finding a harmony, right? Balance sure. is going to say I can manage X and Y and keep them about here. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen as a new business owner. There's going to be days where this is work and that's home. And it might yeah. be that for a week, a month, it might be a year. It, yeah. What is it going to take? And and having number one, if you're married or have a girlfriend or whatever, first and foremost, being on the same page with with your partner, right? Knowing yep. that you're important to me, but if we're going to make this successful, I, we got to be on the same page and know that this is going to require some of my time. Um, I only tell you that because I failed it miserably. I put in 24-7 for several years, which it takes a lot. It's going to mm -hmm. take it. It's finding that that harmony between the two and knowing that it's going to take this. And then when you can, you swap it, right? So it may not be a balance. It may be I'm going to give 100% here and then, all right, break time, right? And sure. you're going to swap and you're going to give 100% over here to the family, to the friends, to whatever it is to keep that going. Um, it's taken me since 11 and 12 till really right now. I mean, this year, all of last year, I set it up. If you watched one of my last videos, I kind of talked about the the three P's, right? Process, procedure, and then profitability. Yeah. Um, and really 2021 is the first time where I have everything in a, in a place where it's probably to the point where I can show up for an hour or two, three, I could not show up. Um, yeah. They run without me, but I finally have things in place, but it took all the years. Um, a lot of people are going to be like, how do you find those people? And that's the big thing, right? Oh yeah. Oh, people yeah. you can trust that can do it, that are trained, that have your mentality, that will say what you want them to say, do what you want them to do. That is, you know, I'm blessed beyond belief to be where I'm at with those people, but it has taken me literally a decade to find the right people, train the right people and create that culture right. uh, to where I can have this opportunity. So, yeah. uh, gosh, you know, 10 years of banging my head against the wall, you know, and, sure. and there were times I probably could have done it better, right, wrong, but, you know, it takes you five years to get to where you know, do I have something that somebody will buy? Yeah. And, and stay in biz, right? The next five yeah. years, which is 10 years is, okay, I have that. Now, how do I really become profitable? And that's where people always talk about most businesses fail within five years. That's because they either don't have a product that sells or they can't sell it or they're not a biz owner, right? Boom, they're gone. Right. Or they make it through the first five and they're like, yeah, we're kicking butt. Well, you didn't make any money. You just made sure you could even stay in biz. Now the yeah. next five is, can we get to making any money? And a lot of people never peek over that second profitability mountain they're like yeah. man we're cranking we're cruising but we're never tipping over and it's 85 percent businesses the first five years the yeah. rest of them that succeed fail in the next five years and they don't tell you that another 80 yeah. percent roughly will fail in that next one because they never tip over that profitability yeah. and if you aren't starting to really make money at 10 years you're definitely not going to do what you just grinded for 10 years all over again. That's where a lot of them fail. And, yeah. and that's where I would love to always help. And that's what I do daily. Right. I mean, we help yeah. not with business plans, but how to share with people who you are, how we're going to get this out to you and, and how we're going to get to your customers and ultimately make you successful. And at the same time, we get to chat. 
You know, and that's yeah. usually all I do anymore for the most part is, you know, I wrap high end or I'll do the bigger things, right? Discovery channel and stuff. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I just talk with the customers, you know, and, and come okay. up with ideas and plans. And so yeah. hopefully yeah. that wasn't too long a story there, but. No, that was all good. That was all good. It's actually a good segue into my next question I have for you. So uh, as a business owner, there's opportunities that present themselves. Some you take, some you pass on. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a two-part question. What's one opportunity that maybe you had that, and maybe the infancy stages of the business you maybe passed on and and maybe regret and then what is one opportunity you've had where you're like that was our that was our calling point you know that was our our next level rap or whatever that we did right, right. Well, the first part that's a good one you know uh what did i do that maybe i missed or opportunities yeah. Yeah. um well that's a good question Oh, Jake, I, I got to <laughs> throw um, a curveball this morning. You know, when I, if, if you know me, I, I'm one of those, that, and it could be that, you know, I'm 46 years old now. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, I, I chew on things a lot more than I used to. I think on it, you know, let those things spool. Um, so I'm going to let that one spool for a sec. And we'll okay. hop into okay. what took us next level. Um, yeah. You know, besides grinding, I mean, you've known me for years. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, there's no lack of, of me putting in time or effort. Um, yeah. But uh, definitely things started to pop and change when uh, we were, you know, at the SEMA show, which is in Las Vegas. Um, sure. And we started working with the DeBerties, you know, which is the mm-hmm. show Twin Turbos on Discovery Channel. Yeah. Uh, and then Brad has his own youtube and instagram and all those things and and we simply put met with them gosh it's probably been four years ago four or five years ago at sema i was actually being interviewed by discovery to do nice go about rap and doug which is brad's dad came running over uh they had a vehicle in the ford booth which at sema is the biggest booth at SEMA, oh, yeah. I mean, and if you know yeah. SEMA, it's the mega of all car shows. It says, are you a rap guy? I saw my shirt, said, I need you. And so I literally bail on Discovery Channel to follow a guy I don't know. Yeah. Um, follow him, end up getting to his vehicle in the Ford booth. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in the Ford booth at SEMA. Yeah. And he's like, had a vehicle that was wrapped. It was done by somebody. It was done well. Just it wasn't, wasn't quite there. Uh, and they were in sure. Battle of the Builders, needed some help. And I just said, I'll help you out, you know, and he's like, yeah. what do I owe you? And I said, you don't owe me, just, just we'll do it up and make you look good. And, yeah. and it's all said and done. He hands me some money and says, thank you. And, and I love you. And I'm going to take care of you. You know, we're, we're going to chat. And I said, sure. You know, and you yeah. meet those people through your whole life, right? I'll talk yeah. to you. It's going to be big. And, and, uh, simply put, <laughs> You know, I think it was probably three months later, he calls and says, hey, Sammy, you know, we we uh, are talking with Discovery, doing some stuff, meeting with them. And, and uh, I said, great, you know, let me know. Uh, and again, sure, whatever. Let's see what happens. Right. Yeah. Uh, month or two later, call says the same thing, but it's getting close. I'm like, sure, I'm in. I, you know, I'm here. If it happens, I'm here. Right. And I think about a month later, so it would have been about six months he calls me and says, Sam, you got a minute? And I said, sure, what's up? And he says, hold on. I hold on. Guy hops on, introduces himself. His name is Steve. 
and he yeah. says i'm the producer for you know twin turbos and he owns so-and-so company um yeah. when can you be down here and i'm like uh what do you need and he says well if you could be here tomorrow mind you this is pismo beach wants me right. to wrap up <laughs> discovery channel and i'm getting called within you know 16 hours of when they want me there and uh, mm -hmm. i'm going i need more than a day um yeah. so we ended up designing printing and installing and getting that wrap done in probably less than about 72 hours 96 hours uh start to finish that was the original drift truck which okay. is now featured in forza horizon 4. Um, oh yeah then we did uh brian deegan the the hellcat jeep and um and then the okay. most recent one which has been probably one of the biggest one people know uh, we had did the transformer truck which is the beds went up on the sides and yeah. all that yeah um we did the hot wheels truck 50th anniversary okay. um featured at sema and then the performance truck which is the last one that's that toyota tacoma with the nascar cup motor yeah um that one's taken us a whole new level it made uh top three trucks at sema this year it was right next to chip okay. here and yeah. It was 360 this year. It was online for SEMA, but okay. Um, when Chip Foose sees it and says, "Wow, that's impressive," you know, you you know, yeah. you've definitely made another level. Um, yeah. Those are the things that have taken us. When your vehicles, people will say, "I, I drove your vehicle on Forza Horizon 4," or they're playing games with your vehicles. Um, it's pretty crazy, especially when you we're out of Post Falls, Idaho, and most people are like. Iowa, you know, they don't even yeah, exactly. know Idaho, right? You know, I mean, yeah. it's changing quickly, but, um, yeah. you know, this, we we're in a town of 30,000 people and now we have stuff all over. I mean, people all over the world see our stuff and, and have okay. done it. It's pretty nuts. So, yeah. um, as far as something, you know, that maybe I missed opportunity wise mm -hmm. or whatnot, um, I don't, I don't know that I I can think of anything that I missed. I, I think the biggest thing regret wise is is though would be um, taking the opportunity right to put yeah. process and procedure in place from the very beginning as a business owner. Okay. So if you're going to grow and if you're going to grow quickly everything that you would do like employee manual and how you're going to go about your biz um just start putting it in place this is how we do things and putting those things in place and trying to have that center core that it builds off of yeah. because you grow i mean going from eleven thousand to i mean we'll do two to two and a half million this year and 16 people and all over the united states and even the world and in installs um took a lot to wrangle that stuff in over the last couple of years and create all those process and procedures really accurately. You know, they were a little all over the board when I'm the center of the wagon wheel and, and everything revolved around me and having to back that up and say, no, it can't revolve around me. It can't, all of that stuff had to adjust and change. And yeah, um, I would definitely, would take advantage in the very beginning of setting those processes up to begin with because okay. the effort it takes after the fact it's pretty tough gotcha gotcha yeah. again banged my head against the wall a lot on that one <laughs> yeah yeah so. no i love it i love it so what i do with everyone on the podcast i take a kind of a speed round of questions and throw them your way 
uh, to get to know you a little bit more, you know, pull pull the the onion, you know, back, pull the layers back of the onion, and and just find out a little bit more about you and and some of your basic uh, interests and things like that. So I've got seven questions for you. Uh, we'll just kind of buzz through them. You don't have to give me any long form answers if you don't want. The first thing that pops to your head, you can do that. Uh, are you ready for it? I'm ready. Okay. All right. So, um, first off, let me preface this by asking, uh, are you a chef at home or does the wife do more of the cooking? Uh, being a biz owner, my wife handled most everything. Um, okay. tell okay. you, I've worked really hard to, she was so supportive over the years yeah. that last uh, year I've worked really hard to be more at home, more present. Okay. Right. Okay. And, uh, so I, I've taken to the kitchen a little bit more and, and okay. I actually enjoy it. You know, we do it together and it's fun and, and yeah. uh, um, trying to eat right. You know, nowadays you got to yeah. take to the kitchen. You ain't going to get it out and about. That's for sure. That's true. So that's let's start it off right there. What is the favorite food that maybe either your wife has cooked or, or you've prepared lately? Oh, I made steaks the other day, some tenderloins. Those were amazing. Okay. Um, being uh sicilian i mean lasagna oh my gosh lasagna okay probably not the <laughs> most amazing diet but uh i could eat lasagna i mean back in the day remember garfield you know i mean i'm yep. literally yep. that much lasagna i could eat it all day okay, okay. i love it <laughs> what uh what music's bumping in the shop and and at home when you're doing odd projects what what's your go-to playlist right now so i have a playlist that's all over the board people are always like they'll get in and my playlist will be going and and uh, I have like some old school country. I mean, I'll have Waylon Jennings, Johnny okay. Cash, I'll have that. And Love then it. roll right into old school rap, Tupac, um, <laughs> uh, yep. all that. Yep. And then it'll roll right into like Chris Stapleton. Uh, I got a new guy. I, I love this guy. Let me, I got to tell you because I just okay. absolutely love him. <laughs> okay. um, it's, it's one of those where you get all excited. Uh, Tyler Childers is a new guy. Coulter Wall, which is kind of a southern, old school rock yeah. um, country. Um, yeah, yeah. And then sometimes I'll roll that. will start rolling right into some of the new stuff. The weekend and those. So literally, <laughs> okay. it's it's all over all the right. board. Um, yeah. But I just I, I, love I, I love I just love good beat. Half the time I don't know what the words are to anything. I just love the feel of the music. You know. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, all things considered in a, in a normal, under normal circumstances, uh, what is the top of the list as far as vacation spots are concerned? Oh, uh, Hawaii so far. Yeah. Okay. All Hawaii. right. Are, are you a yeah, frequent we, flyer? Uh, no, we've been there a few times. Uh, we were okay. fortunate beginning of 2020. Um, yeah. We were looking at putting a, a, a C-dub there in Hawaii. Uh, okay. which we're still in works on. It's just that uh, in January we were full bore. And then by February we were like, okay, we're going to put the brakes on. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, but we're back in motion of uh, doing some stuff in Hawaii. Um, probably just because of the opportunity to spend some time sure. where it's, uh, I don't blame you. <laughs> yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So um, yeah. Hawaii. Uh, Bucket list is definitely uh, for me and my wife is uh, heading over to Italy and okay. uh, checking it out. Yeah, so that'd be we'll awesome. See, we'll weigh that out right there and see which one is uh, the winner. Okay. 
Yeah, I love it. Next question. Uh, are you more of a movie guy? Are you guys watching a show on Netflix right now? Do you have time to, to watch Netflix? Yeah, we, okay. we, I don't watch a lot of TV. Um, gotcha. But we'll, we'll jump in. Uh, so I guess the big one, we're watching it even with my older kids, you know, yeah. uh, we got all hooked on because it was old school, right? It was Cobra Kai, you I know? I love it. I just and, uh, I just finished the new season myself. Yeah, I had some we time. We just uh, finished it, and and yeah. uh, it's fun because I mean, here it was, uh, you know, thirty years ago when I was a kid, and I'm watching these guys with my kids, so it's kind of fun, and and yeah. we did that up, and um, that in uh, Yellowstone, which I was okay. really late to the party on that one, yeah. but uh, you know, deep down in my soul, if I had an opportunity, I'd probably be a ranch guy tomorrow, and you'd never see me again, and I'd hide out. I, Perfect. I love Perfect. Channel your uh, inner Kevin Costner, oh, huh? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you touched on it just a minute ago, but we'll see uh, again what your number one thing on your bucket list is. It could be travel. It could be a, a build that you really want to do. It could whatever. Whatever the number yeah. one thing on your bucket list is. What do you got? Um, definitely, I would say going to Italy is probably one of the biggest. You know, okay. is yeah. Going to Italy um, and just getting to experience that with my wife. Just going there and and doing it pretty much not like a week. Like we go over there and we immerse and submerge and hang for a period of time to where we just were, we more or less live there for a month or whatever it is. Sure. Um, sure. That would be the ultimate goal. And, and if I can line up work and hang out a little bit longer, I would do that. So we'll see. Right, there you go. You got it. You got it made then. All right. Last question, a little bit longer form question here, but, um, in writing a letter to your younger self, what is a piece of advice or maybe uh, a lesson learned that you that you change about uh, maybe your past or or what piece of advice would you give a, a younger version of yourself? Boy, I got all kinds of things I'd tell my younger self, you know. Okay. okay. Um, but um, lessons learned, you know, being a fiery Italian, I guess uh -huh. one of the the big ones is uh, always that thing. You attract more bees with honey than vinegar, right? Um, yeah. I, uh, as I've grown and become older, it's a lot easier to understand that and do that. Right. Um, you know, being a, an Italian, um, you know, we're passionate. Everything's passion. And uh, my passion could be mistaken for anger or whatever right but i right. i'm not an angry guy i really don't get angry i just i'm passionate about whatever it is yep. um yep. be learning how to funnel that in a way that comes across better right and just yeah. uh, be apt to listening uh more so and um you know if you're young you're in your early 20s the partying's awesome right yeah. but yeah um save those pennies, put them away and get focused on making the big money quickly. Yeah. You know, be 46 yeah. benefit, you know, at 46 years old, I, I do have a company. I make decent money. I don't have to be in there. I can kind of come and go as I please. So it's awesome. But yeah. if I was really focused and whatnot, there might've been the opportunity to do this 10 years earlier, you know? And, sure. and so I think it just, uh, being a more focused on those goals earlier, you know, mm -hmm. like, Oh, I want to make money. I want to have this one. Then you just buckle down and do it. 
and yeah. don't let your I want to go play I want to goof off this and that maybe takes so much you know because uh, I can still go play and do things but you don't want to be 55 and going now I can go do something and you can't do it 55 what you could do at 35 right so true, true. Um, I don't know I guess that just comes into focusing your goals and and in doing so the uh, just being easier to deal with I may not have okay. been easy guy to deal with you know okay. that yeah. was a lesson that was my father-in-law i got to give him props because okay um attracting more bees with honey than vinegar is a very true statement it just takes a lot of thinking on of how you do it and and how you go about that and yeah yeah i didn't learn it very easily it took me a while yeah that's uh, that's awesome advice. I love it. I, I'm probably going to take that to heart. So I don't, <laughs> we'll see what the uh, listeners and uh, those watching on YouTube think. Yeah. Um, where can we find CW Raps on social media? You guys have a YouTube channel. You guys yeah. are on Instagram pretty often. Yeah. Yep. Right. I mean, where, can they, we, where can we find the YouTube channel? Um, the YouTube, you know, you search CW Raps. There is uh, there is another one on there. CW Raps, I think SD. Um, I guess okay. the best. Uh, form of flattery is you know people trying to duplicate or replicate right so yeah yeah unfortunately they are not anything like us they i've actually had people say they suck but okay it is uh, <laughs> i i can't yeah. they're in they're in southern california we're in north idaho so you know at cw raps on facebook instagram um okay. and then on youtube you search out cw raps we've got probably about 75 or 80 videos we're getting ready to launch. We've been working on it. Uh, as you know, it takes a lot to get good yeah. video content out there and done oh, yeah. right. Um, yeah. We're going to start doing DIY series and selling things online. And, and we want people to play around and have fun with what we're doing. And and uh, and hopefully um, grow that part of it. We haven't pushed on the YouTube too heavily, you know, because okay. our Instagram and Facebook takes up so much time. Yeah. Um, yeah. But we got some good videos on there, and and this year we plan on uh, building a new building. And with all of that process going on, in fact, I have a meeting at ten o'clock to meet with investors and developers and real estate. And yeah, yeah. It's crazy when you start looking at a million plus dollar building, and you think, geez, ten years ago I was broke, I couldn't have two pennies together, you know. So yeah, um, yeah. We'll all over uh, Instagram, like us, follow us, share it. Um, ask us questions, love to interact with people. That's probably the biggest thing is just having fun and goofing off. Okay. All right. And that was, that was going to be my last question plans for expansion in the future, but are you guys going to be kind of sharing that story and, and those adventures yeah. uh, on social media? Yep. Yeah, we okay. Got, so we can uh, follow along. Yep. You saw, we've let people know we got some new machines. we got another one showing up. Um, these are okay. big machines, biggest purchases I've made. I mean, these are six figure machines that are showing up. Wow. Give us yeah. other opportunities and things to do. And, and uh, our goal is to build uh, on five acres, 12,000 square foot. We want to do obviously a lot of filming in there. Uh, yeah. We want to do special appearances, bring people in. Maybe the DeBerties will be up here at some point. That'd be uh, awesome. Goofing off with drift trucks and whatnot. Um, yeah. And with that acreage, we can do shows and things like uh, coffee and cops or whatever. Uh, just we want to invite yeah. people in and we want to let them experience it. And with that new location, it'll give us that opportunity where we're at right now. We've literally almost outgrown two buildings side by side. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, everybody has to get very, very tight and, and get along yeah. well because they are right next to each other. Um, yeah. But 
yeah, hopefully by the end of this year, we'll be in a new building, huge building, and we'll be able to share everything that we're doing a little bit better, you know, with okay. filming all those opportunities. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Yep. Well, I appreciate your time, Sam. Thanks for, yep. for carving out some time to talk to us. I'll let you get off to that meeting and, and good luck on, on future expansion and future endeavors. And I'm sure we'll stay in contact. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, Jake. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks. Have a good one. You too.